Yo, yo, yo. What's up? What's up? What's happening? I am your host, Ryan Allen, and welcome to the All In All Out podcast. I hope that all of you are having a great and blessed day. And I thank all of you, whether you're a newcomer or a, a regular or a semi-regular. I thank all of you for taking the time out of your day to listen to what I say. It could be the morning, afternoon, evening, or the nighttime. Yet, I'm still grateful. And I'm very, once again, thankful for your support of the program. So, with that being said, let's get the show started. The four... Most important words for this episode today are as it is written, or just simply it is written. The reason why it was placed on my heart to discuss this topic, because I believe not many people discuss the importance of those three to four words as it is written. And for the Christians out there, some of you may know what I'm talking about. And it's the word of God, the scriptures. Many times throughout the scriptures, the Bible, the term it is written is mentioned. And I'll share some of those scriptures on this episode. But the reason why it was placed on my heart to talk about it, other than the fact I believe not many people discuss this topic, is because I believe just watching different videos, what people say. They like to mix the word of God with theology and philosophy. And real quick, I just want to share a scripture in correlation to that. And let me say and make this statement beforehand. I'm not against philosophy and I'm not against theology. What I say is, if that philosophy or that said theology contradicts the scriptures in any way, shape, or form, shut it down. Shut it down. Because philosophy could change over time, and theology could definitely change over time. But God said he's the same today, yesterday, and forever. So if you're going to have a solid foundation in everything, stick to the scriptures. Stick to the scriptures. And for those of you who are still searching for the answers, still attempting to learn about the scriptures and Christ, stick to the scriptures. Above all, And again, 
if the theology and the philosophy contradict the word of God, kick that philosophy and theology to the curb and stick to the scriptures. And God even mentions it in Colossians chapter 2, verse 8, where it reads, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. God is just telling you, as I mentioned earlier, beware that any man or woman spoil you, essentially make you feel good through philosophy and vain deceit. The traditions of men, man-made religions, and after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. So, Hold on to that and don't let that slip, as a man once said to me. After I I left a certain place, I learned, I've learned so much about the Word of God. And one of the main lessons I've learned being in this walk for almost 10 years is that above all, above all the theology, above all the philosophy, above all of the quote-unquote modalism or whatever, as Christians, and for you people out there who are attempting to gain knowledge and understanding of the Word of God. You have to stick to the Scriptures. And I recall watching a a sermon, more so a debate, between a guy named Pastor Gino Jennings, which... That guy really opened my eyes, man. I mean, he touches sub- subjects that not, not many people talk about. And I saw one broadcast one day where he was having de- a debate with a guy named Minister Smith. And they were debating on the Trinity, which... <laughs> Ooh, one day I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on that because I I got some statements to say about that and what man have said about the Trinity. But I I saw this debate. I watched it at least twice in full. And in the broadcast, Minister Smith made his, I guess you can say, case for the Trinity and Gino Jennings after Mr. Smith said what he he said, Pastor Gino Jennings was laying his foundation for the dispute they were about to have. 
And real quick, I do want to play the the video slash audio of what Gino Jennings said. And it's in correlation to a scripture that convicted me very hardly in a great way because it showed me and taught me again, above all, you got to go by how it was written. Now, your own interpretation, because the Bible said, God said, lean not to your own understanding. So, let me play this audio from that same debate. Take a listen. Or you get your scripture. Okay. Do you have the same spirit that was in the saints of old? Yes, I do. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. So having the same spirit that was in the saints of old, uh-huh. then that means you believe was written. Yes, sir. All right. I want everyone to listen at this, and we want to balance this out now. Right. Listen good. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and at verse 13. All right. We having the same spirit of faith. Hold it. Now, if we got the same spirit of faith, that means we got to have to have the, we got to have the same spirit of belief. Yeah, sure. Our belief can't contradict sure. the saints of old. Sure. Same spirit of faith, same spirit of belief. Sure. How should it be administered? According as it is written. That faith, that belief, have to be according to as it is written. We agree. Yes, sir. All right? According as it is written, I believe. And after we look at what's written, we believe it. Yes. And then after we look at what's written, we believe it, then we can do what? And therefore have I spoken. Then we talk. Yes, sir. Now. You got the same spirit, you said? Yes, sir. Same faith? Yes, sir. Lead the same thing? Yes, sir. As it is written? As it is written. All right? So this is what I want you to do. Mm-hmm. Being that you said there's three separate and distinct personalities. I did not say separate. They not divided. Being that you said there's three <laughs> personalities yes. in the Godhead. Yes. I wanted, as you just said, Written. written. I want Bible chapter and verse that says God has three distinct oh, personalities. Oh, oh, that's, that's the red arrow. Oh, no. 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 Do you hear what Wait, 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 wait. Just a minute. Just a minute. Just a minute. Just a minute. Oh, gosh. It, it, it's, it's entertaining, but trust when I say I, I would take the time out to listen to that dispute between Pastor Jennings and Minister Smith. Oh gosh. But the whole point of that <clears throat> that audio was one, to share the scripture in 2 Corinthians 4.13 what Minister Williams read and now I'll read it one more time. We have in the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, 
I believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. So Pastor Gino explained it very well. If, say I'm talking to a believer and we're discussing a topic that's in the scriptures, we have to first establish with one another that we have the same spirit, which is the Holy Spirit, according, and then whatever topic we're discussing, we have to go by with what God said, which is how it is written. You know, as Romans chapter 15 verse 4 stated, for or whatever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. So we always got to go by how it was written in the scriptures. Above all, above all. And then if you now go to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, it reads, All scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. All good works. The word of God, all the scripture, is of the inspiration of God. And even the word inspiration, for those who don't know, the Greek definition for the word inspiration, it's defined as God breathe. God breathe. Which means, just to break it down, whatever the apostles wrote down, whatever Jesus said while he was on this earth and all of the scriptures, because Jesus is God, and what the prophets said from Moses to Jeremiah to, to Jonah to James to John, all, all of them, all wrote down what they wrote down because God spoke to them and they wrote down what God said. All scripture is of the inspiration of God. And going back to 2 Corinthians 4.13, this convicted me so much because as I mentioned, above all, if it's not written in the scriptures, if any theology if any philosophy contradicts the word of God, reject it. Reject it immediately. Re just, just ignore it. It's simple, as simple as that. 
because I'd rather trust the word of God. I righteous God Almighty than to trust man. Honestly, because man have faults, man make mistakes, and man errors. Even if you go to 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 10, it reads, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. So God is telling you right there through the Apostle Paul. He doesn't want no confusion. We all as believers in the body of Christ should be speaking the same thing. Because God said he's not the author of confusion. Oh, no. Oh, no. God is of holiness, structure, discipline, walking that narrow path. Not wishy-washy. You understand what I'm saying? And when you follow the doctrine, you'll stay on that narrow path. Oh, another reason why this topic was on my heart, because I was talking with an individual sometime last week, and the individual asked me how I felt about tattoos. Mm-hmm. Tattoos. And I said something along the lines of, I don't personally feel no way about it, but I know what God said about it, and I'm going to believe what God said. And this person went on to say, I feel like that's part of the Old Testament, He was referring to people not getting tattoos for the dead. I was tatted before being born again. Then I said to myself, okay, okay. Have grace, have patience. Just give the individual scripture. So, of course, I I shared the scripture in Leviticus 19.28. Also shared the scripture in 2 Corinthians 5.17, along with, I believe, Romans chapter 6, where it's referred to, where in that chapter, the scripture that reads, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Lord, through Jesus Christ is our Lord. I explained to the individual that... <laughs> If you got the tattoos before coming into Christ, okay, your sins are forgiven. But now that you're in Christ, you're supposed to be a new creature. Old things passed away. And if you know that the Lord himself made it clear not to get any tattoos or as the King James would say, prints on you, don't do it. And then the individual said to me, it was Levitical laws 
specifically for the Israelites. So I said to the individual, okay, if that's the case, please give me the scripture that says what you said as it is written. And after I said that, there was no answer for it. I was speaking to another individual. I won't say what we were talking about because I want to save that topic for an, for an episode. But this individual made a statement and doesn't make any sense. And after going back and forth through text message, all I said with the individual was, Give me book, chapter, and verse that said what you say. And none of the scriptures given said what the individual said. And let me make this clear. You got to be careful when... You do that. If any of you out there do that. And I'm going to show you why in the book of Revelations, chapter 22. And I'll start at verse 18. Where it reads, For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things. God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of this book, of the book, of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. I'm going to read that again. Verse 18. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book, of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. He which testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. So God is telling you, don't be adding or taking away from the scriptures. Leave it how it is. Because ain't nothing wrong with it. Quit attempting to fit your, your feelings and your emotions, your ideologies and your, your philosophies and what man taught you. False doctrine and all that. 
Did you just hear what I read? Don't add and don't take away. Don't add, don't take away. And even there are some examples of the, the words it is written, mentioned in the scripture. The first example I'll give is in the book of Matthew. And that's Matthew chapter 4. And in this chapter, it's talking about the three temptations of Jesus. So I'll start at verse 1. That then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone. Hallelujah. But every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Then the devil taketh, taketh him into the holy city, setteth him on a pinnacle of the temple, and saith unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thou foot against a stone. Now, now the devil is mocking him. Saying, oh, it, it is written. But Jesus said unto him, verse 7, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Again, the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain, and sheweth him all the kingdoms of the world, and the glory of them, and saith unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Mm-mm-mm. The devil is such a fool. Then saith Jesus, verse 10, Then saith Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Then the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. So three times Jesus said, It is written. Let's, let's read the three times again. It is written when Jesus was tempted in the wilderness by the devil. But he answered, verse 4, but he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 7, Jesus said unto him, it is written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And in verse 10, then saith Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Ain't that beautiful? Ain't that beautiful? You see, Jesus was a man of integrity. 
You know, I, 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 I compare it to me. I remember years ago when my uncle died and I was back home where most of my family live and people in my family, mainly on my dad's side, yep, I'm calling them out, they were trying to get me to drink. And probably a handful of times they were attempting to get me to drink and even one of my cousins that attempted for me to hook up with a with a woman but i didn't do it by the strength of god i didn't do it and you know back then i ain't think nothing of it i just said i know it's wrong i'm just not going to do it <laughs> but i'm very simple <laughs> and i remember i remember during that week towards the end of the week I, I spent there, one of my other cousins, we were driving back to my aunt's place, his mother. And he said to me, oh, Ryan, I, I'm paraphrasing, but he said, Ryan, I respect you so much because most kids your age would have bowed down to the pressure but you, you just continue to say no. And back then, I was, I was 17. I ain't thinking nothing of it. I'm like, yeah, I appreciate that so-and-so. I, it's just simple. If I don't want to do something, I'm just not going to do it. You know, ain't nobody going to force me to, to do anything. But looking back on it, I was not that. And I didn't realize it back then. But looking back now, that was God working in me, and what I did was just a reflection of God's standard and what it truly means to be a, a follower of Christ. So powerful, very, very powerful. And another example of it is written is in Luke Chapter, I believe it was chapter 19. And it reads, I'll start at verse 45. I'll start at 45. And he went into the temple and began to cast them out that sold therein. And them that brought, saying unto them, It is written, My house is the house of prayer but ye have made it a den of thieves. And he taught daily in the temple, but the chief priests and the scribes and the chief of the people sought to destroy him and could not find what they might do. For all the people were very attentive to him. So essentially in that chapter, it's, talking, it's, it's discussing about the encounter Jesus had with Zach A. Zach A. Who is? I don't know. I'm, I, I butcher that name. But Jesus encountered the guy. His name started with a Z. And then it goes into the nobleman's 10 pounds and then the entry into Jerusalem. So just a little context to that 
scripture I just read. But the whole point is, the whole point is, even in the scriptures, in the Bible, the words it is written and referenced to, such as the chapter in Romans, where, again, what was written aforetime was written for our learning. And that's why, ladies and gentlemen, the whole point is, of everything I said, for all you believers out there, and again, I'm not against philosophy. I'm not against theology. But if that theology, if that philosophy contradicts the word of God, you got to shut it down immediately. 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 Because what you're now going to do is mix the traditions of men into the word of God. And if it don't align with the word of God, if we're not speaking the same thing as the prophets did, Jesus, when he walked this earth, did, and what the apostles did, then we're out of order. We are out of order. Order. So any of you out there, Christians, those still learning as a babe in Christ, or you're still lukewarm about fully immersing yourself in Christ, being officially a part of the body of Christ, just know, above all, you have to go by as it is written, which is the word. As St. John chapter 1 and verse 1 reads, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And as the scripture read, read all scripture is of the inspiration of God. And if you truly want to have the standard of God, the standard that Jesus Christ himself left when he walked this earth many years ago, you have to go by first and foremost as it is written in the scriptures. And that's all I got to say about that. I hope that all of you learned something new. I hope that all of you learned something at all. Re-energize something. Something clicked back in your heart. Gain some knowledge and understanding. I really do. And I pray this episode touches your heart in an insurmountable way. With that being said, y'all, you can follow me on all of my social media platforms. They'll be in the description 
below in the link tree. Please leave a five-star rating and leave a comment. I greatly appreciate it. Share the podcast. Spread the word. (laughs) Spread the word. Market it out. And with that being said, y'all, stay blessed and stay well balanced.